When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz. Getting you through your workday one hour at a time. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Blackfern 7's out to, is that 31 nil? I think now. Sheree Kaka has just gone over and scored. Um... Yep, she scored in the corner. I don't know that that is going to be converted. Uh, Canterbury Kings, 24 for one. Bowles, 24. He scored every single run. I wonder what the biggest score is where the batsman, how long it takes before another batsman or some extras take to score a run. He's 24 and Canterbury Kings are 24 for one. He's just faced the dot ball, which is very uncharacteristic for him. Very uncharacteristic. Um, the seven, someone asked me who the squad is for the seven. Sarah Hidney is there. Portia Woodman, Wycliffe, Georgia Miller, Tyler Nathan Wong, Sheree Kaka, Teresa Fitzpatrick, Jasmine Felix Hotham. That was the starting seven. And on the bench, <clears throat> what a weapon to bring on. Michaela Blyde, uh, Tanika Willison, uh, Stacey Flula, Rissy Puri Lane, and Taisha Ekanasio. Uh, 33 0, that conversion went over. And Portia Woodman Wycliffe has just gone over in the corner again. So that's going to be 38 nil with a kick to gum. Four minutes to go. 46, uh, six minutes to go. All right, we're going to have a look at the men's side of the Australian Open and very kindly giving us five minutes of his time. BBC writer Jonathan Jureko uh, joins us now. Jonathan, thank you so much for taking a bit of time to talk to us over here in New Zealand. Hey, how's it going? No worries. Um, two good semi-finals. One of them looks a lock-in for Djokovic against Tommy Paul. Actually, let's kick off with that one. Has Tommy Paul got anything in his arsenal yep. to seriously threat Novak? That's a big question. Who knows? I mean, Novak looked absolutely fantastic this fortnight. He's, he's coming to it. So many questions hanging over him. You know, first it was... He came into the tournament on the back of what happened last year, the, which, the, the row over his vaccination status, which ended up in uh, deportation. And there was, you know, worries and concerns perhaps about what reaction he'd get. Um, and since then, he's just, he's put that behind him and he's, he's looked great. There's, there's a hamstring injury as well, which was, was, was also a worry for him. But the last two matches, he's looked absolutely outrageous, to be quite honest. Probably as good as he ever has, maybe. Um, and yeah, so it's going to be a tough task for Tommy Paul. Like the, the, you know, the pair have never met, um, and you know, he's obviously a very good player. Tommy Paul, he's um, he's solid. He's got some weapons, but will they be enough to to hurt Novak Djokovic? I'm not too sure. I mean, the, the way he Djokovic battered off uh, Alex De Menor, and then probably more impressively, really, Andre Rublev, who was a fifth seed. It's a warning sign for, for everyone. And, um, yeah, I won't fancy being Tommy Paul today, that is for sure. Um, Stephanus Sitsipas is reasonably well-favoured to tip over Kachanov. Uh, a lot of people are expecting a Djokovic-Sitsipas final, but this one's a lot closer than the previous semi we talked about. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, Zipspat is actually the highest ranked player left in the draw because he's, he's uh, the world number four, and that's one place above uh, Novak Djokovic these days. Um, and he's got a good pedigree as Zipspat. He's um, reached the Australian Open semi finals in four of the past five years. So, yeah, I think he'd be the favourite. Um, you know, he, again, he's played very well. He came through a real tough battle against Yannick Sinner earlier in the tournament, which was, uh, you know, indicative of, of his mentality and how he can get through these nervy moments and big moments to, to win matches. So, you know, he's had the experience and you'd, you'd be backing him to reach the, the final here for the first time. Um, he'd also get loads of support here. Like, one of my favourite fun facts about Melbourne is that it's the the city with the biggest Greek population outside of Athens, apparently. Mm. So uh, he always gets loads of support here. And, um, I mean, they love him that much. There's a, there's a, there's a Greek spot in, in, in the city centre, the PDP, which he has sort of lucky named after him. So uh, <laughs> he gets loads of support. So that should, uh, that should help him over, over the while. Give him a boost, certainly, today against, uh, against Hatchinov. So, um, yeah, I think uh, we're looking for a Zizipas-Djokovic uh, final, I think, and uh, anything of that would be would be a shock. Uh, Jonathan Ureko is a BBC writer. Last thing I wanted to ask you, given you're from the BBC, when you were writing about Andy Murray, did you use a term like warhorse or something? He was, he was great. <laughs> yeah, we've used those sort of terms. Warrior, that, that's been used, <laughs> used a lot. I mean, it was absolutely... Unbelievable! I feel like I'm running out of things to say about him. Like, you know, it's a guy who's got a piece of metal in his in his hip, and um, everything he's done since that operation, which was a hip resurfacing surgery, which means basically you have some sort of femur, a femur sort of shaving them a metal cap put onto it, and then it goes back into the socket of the hip. Um, I mean, I'm no no medic, but I, I, I quick had to learn about that that life surgery <laughs> um, when he had that done four four years ago. And yeah, what he's been doing since defied the odds, really. And you know, here you take it to a different level. You know, he'd be Italian um, 13 team Matteo Berrettini. He's, you know, he's a former semi finalist. He's a Wimbledon finalist. He's got great pedigree. They beat him in five sets, and then he did it again against Tanaki uh, Kokinakis in a match which I'm sure everyone saw finished at 4am. Um, and then the, the third round game was just a little bit too much for him in the end against uh, Roberto Bautista Agu, who's very, very solid. And um, you know, physically, Andy was, uh, was struggling a bit there, mainly because he had seven or eight blisters on his feet, which needed draining um, after the uh, second round match. So it wasn't a very positive image to uh, finish his tournament, obviously, from his reporting about it. But... Um, yeah, it was a. It was plenty for him to build on, and um, you know the deep run at the ground sounds what he craves. So we might be getting those words out again, like uh, like warrior <laughs> and uh, fighter in the near future. Who knows? Absolutely, absolutely brilliant. I appreciate the time of uh, of you, Jonathan. I know you're a busy man. Uh, thanks heaps for your input here. No worries. Thank you, Jonathan Ureko, BBC writer for tennis, uh, for the BBC, of course. Um, Always good to get the international insights uh, from different journalists and commentators from around the world. Um, Fantastic. And Andy Murray was, love him or not, jeez. I just had to applaud his effort. Had to applaud it. We're going to, without warning, without warning, I'm going to get you to call us for Show Me The Money. Is that what I'm doing, Sam? Yep, Absolutely. Yeah, we did it on a Friday. We usually do it on a Thursday. We did it on Friday today. And uh, because we got across the ditch, 
at about quarter two. We've got to do show me the money now, Steph. 0800 And very soon we'll be telling you who the two winners of the Chemist Warehouse and the Good Spirits vouchers are as well. Had a heap of text, which is just brilliant. But 0800 is the number to call to play show me the money. Uh, I'm going to pick a leg. Sam's going to pick a leg. And, and, and is, is the Finn, young Finn. Young Finn. So Finn's having his first ever day in uh, radio. Uh, he's in Captain K's chair. Captain K's going to guide the, the run home to an outstanding uh, show for you from four o'clock. So we're going to pick a leg each, Sammy. We are. But we need yeah. to pick a uh, caller first. Well, so I've, d- I've dragged one straight onto the line. And look, I know I always do feel sorry for our for our app listeners. That's why we usually give people the break. But unfortunately, today we've just got to absolutely rip in, rip stock. And um, the first caller I think we've got on the line, I think I've got him there, Paul from Timaru Staff. So uh, let's Paul. get into it. 